this guy was a real jerk. How long can Hugo be prognant? Chomp, 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 chomp. Oh, you're such a dick, David. Okay, everybody, put on your corpse handling gloves. Ew. Hoodie Picasso. <laughs> Horror. Hello, and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. I'm Sydney Lee, and drumroll please, Max Allen and I have become the new official co-hosts of our beloved HMT. Um, <laughs> and of course, we are here with the man who started it all, the OG host with the most, Bryce Hansen. Um, that's right, Horror Movie Talk is now a three-person podcast, because who said it just had to be two? No one. See, Nobody. now it's, a, it's officially a morning zoo. You know, <laughs> we've, got, we've got the two annoying guys and then the news girl. That's you, Sydney. <laughs> Thank you. It's perfect. <laughs> um, so we're really excited to get back to our roots by re- exclusively reviewing horror movies. Um, new theatrical releases always get priority, but we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible um, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Full available, full video available on YouTube. Don't be a square. Make sure to share. Um, also, check out Patreon.com/slash/HorrorMovieTalk, the equivalent of the adult section at your video rental store. Um, and if you want to add your pee to the community pool, go to HorrorMovieTalk.com or call six eight two two five three four four six eight and leave us a voicemail. All right, we've got a great show today. We will be reviewing The House of the Devil. Um, we'll start by... <laughs> we'll start Spooky. by giving... That scared me so fast. Two layer cup Okay. <laughs> we'll start out by giving a brief review and our score. We score on a scale from 1 to 10. No half scores. I learned my lesson. Um <laughs> <laughs> after people we trying to give half scores these days i, I know, know. like as if you can't be granular enough <laughs> i mean we get people complaining that we don't score on a five-star score because that's like standard it's like you know what I we need one that one ten. extra layer i think one to ten well, yeah i mean because like people say it's like oh it's a five-star rating but also there's half stars so it's actually a it's, 10. Just 10. <laughs> yeah. it's just 10 anyways it's the same thing math guys let's let's do it um <laughs> After we give our school score, we'll get into spoilers, take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film, and later we're going to do taglines, which we haven't done in a while. <gasps> it's very exciting. Uh-oh. <laughs> I may have forgotten to write taglines. Oh, no. I'll come up with some. <laughs> well, you'll my, do. My brain. That's your first lesson about taglines, is the taglines are written, written two minutes before the bit. <laughs> yeah, you're totally oh, fine. no. Mine sound like they were written, like, right now, so it's totally fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Mine too. <laughs> All right. Um, the House of the Devil, um, the 2009 one, can be found free with ads on Amazon, Freebie, Tubi, Peacock, Plex, Pluto TV, and Redbox. It's on a lot of things. Um, I hate watching things with ads, but I did it anyways. So you can do it too. <laughs> All right. So... Twelve years before the success of the movies X and Pearl, Ty West's first breakout feature film, The House of the Devil, was released. Um, this film follows Samantha, played by Jocelyn Donahoe, Donahue, I don't know, uh, a broke college student trying to find a new apartment to get away from her annoying roommate. Uh, she finds a job posting that just says babysitter wanted with a dollar sign for the S. Um, not creepy at all, just, you know, on a piece of paper, uh, just blank phone number, just no description fine um and decides to give it a shot after she gets into contact with a robotic creepy disembodied voice on the phone about the job she decides to take it and have her friend director of barbie take her to the house once she arrives to babysit she realizes she realizes that this is not a typical babysitting job and everyone who lives in this house is off their rocker but they're paying her four times more than she asked for so she decides it's worth it a scary old house in the middle of nowhere while caring for a supposed elderly woman that likes to keep to herself, where her only contact with the outside world is the pizza man on the night of a lunar eclipse. What could go wrong? So much more than Samantha could have thought. Um, so after loving X and Pearl, I decided to give Ty West's first movie a shot. I first watched this like a year ago, um, and I was not disappointed. Uh, like X and Pearl, Ty West's editing and direction of the film is something to, re- to be revered. 
With his jump cuts and long shots and bone-chilling zooms and set dressing, this makes for a good horror movie. It has everything a horror fan would want, pretty girls, lots of blood, a good setup for scares, a creepy attic, a weird old lady, satanic rituals, a friend who doubts the validity of the situation, and a final girl. It is shot on 16mm, which gives the film a vintage horror feel. The way it was filmed and the story that was set up kind of reminded me of the original Black Christmas from the 70s. Um, even the main characters looked alike. It is a bit yeah. slower. To I, was, I turned to my wife and I was like, she looks like uh, Margot Kidder. Like, yeah. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually really confused when I started watching because I saw it said 2008 or 2009, but uh -huh. it looked like it was from like the 80s. And I was like, oh, right. wait, am, I, am I making a mistake? I had to, I texted Sydney. I was like, is this <laughs> yeah. the right one? I was so confused. I think it's really cool how they did that because that the first time I watched it, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, wait, this movie was directed by Ty West, right? Like, I'm like, mm -hmm. wait, this is so strange. Yeah, it's it's one of those that's like actually really convincing, um, you know, homage to 80s, 70s mm -hmm. um, slashers because it's, you know, it looks like it. it's shot on 60 millimeter, but also like the pacing. Holy cow. Like it's it's crazy that you'd release this in 2009 with that yeah. pacing. I know. Because it, it feels very much like I agree. It's like Black Christmas. I mean, Black Christmas was even even had more happening in it than this. And that's saying something, you know. Yeah. Because uh, I... there's not a lot that happened in Black Christmas, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> I was I like starting to movie. doubt myself, like how well I knew what movies from different periods looked like i was like were cameras like this in 2009 maybe i just don't remember <laughs> i was only 10 so right yeah <laughs> it was ancient we're we're so old in 2009 they didn't even have I technology <laughs> yeah i got to experience being old uh -huh. <laughs> um so yeah, you, uh, it's a bit slower to get into the action, but you know once you're in it, you're in for a treat. All in all, this film is good. It is scary. It is artful. I, and I love seeing how directors started and how they have grown since their first films. I loved every second of it. I was scared even upon the second watch. And I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. High, high praise. Max, looks like you uh, disagree with okay. the... Uh, I, with the I score. can't believe you said you loved every second of it because there was a good like 40 minutes where I, nothing <laughs> happened. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, wow. I respect so your what opinions. Do you, what do you give it, Max? What's your, what's your take on it? Uh, I'm going to go with a 6 out of 10 because most of the movie is actually pretty good. It's just that chunk of time in the middle where she's actually doing the babysitting where like you see her just kind of hanging out for so long. It was mind-boggling how long that was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, pro I'll pro probably split the difference and I'll say a 7 out of 10. Okay. Um, like, it's surprising to me how engaged I was with it, even though there wasn't a lot happening. Like, the, the suspense is set up enough to where you know something's going to happen and you're just waiting for it to happen. Mm -hmm. And, like, it it stretches that out in an impressive way and i think the thing that's the redeeming quality is uh i just really liked looking at jocelyn donahue <laughs> um i mean she's just a very interesting person to watch <laughs> and like the the dance sequence is adorable and it's like yeah you just you know it's i don't know what it is uh it could be anything but uh you're just following her on this journey and like you know doing the things that you would do as a um you know college student babysitter which is basically creep around the house until you're caught mm -hmm. you know just searching through drawers and finding secrets and being scared that there's going to be you know a uh, mutated monster old woman jump out at you <laughs> uh, which never happens never um but <laughs> Yeah, I mean it, it was it was interesting um and it, it held my interest the the ending I think they could have done a little more um in the middle part but I mean the ending was fun and it kind of it kind of sells it. it it wins me over with the ending I think um but in terms of like an homage to those 80s 70s um kind of proto slashers it does a really good job of recapturing that and and may in a and I don't know what what his formula was, but like 
I was way more engaged with this movie than Black Christmas or some of those other ones that I've seen back then. Um, so, yeah, I give it a 7 out of 10. Definitely worth seeing. Um, isn't like a top tier in my book, but mm-hmm. um, it's it's was enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, I can agree with the criticisms. There are, like, I, but, like, with the the 40 minutes where nothing's happening, I think, like, what Bryce said, like, the suspense, like, that that builds. And that was scary yeah. the first time that I saw it. It wasn't as scary this time, obviously, because I knew what was going to happen. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I used to babysit when I was, like, 14, and... That's like, I would be sitting there in the living room, like, I hope someone doesn't come get me right now. <laughs> so, like, I, it adds to that, I think. But, um, yeah, well, I just... Maybe I, it was just... Sorry, maybe it was just, <laughs> like, my headspace. Because I when I was watching it, like, the things that the character was getting scared at, I would have just brushed off <laughs> so easily. Like, I, I make... Uh, I can rationalize anything. And, like, when you hear... Well, also, she's babysitting. And she right. hears uh-huh. like a creak upstairs, and she's all scared. You know, there's another person in the house. I yeah, don't know. that doesn't it, make she, sense. I don't You're know. Right. I don't want to get into too many of the weird stuff she does. Yeah, but and like, then some of the things that would alarm me extremely. She's like, "Huh, that's weird." Moving yeah. on, like a van parked out in front, you know, of the house that wasn't there before. So mm-hmm. To be like, "Yeah, holy fucking shit! What the, f- <laughs> what the fuck is going on?" And she's like, "Huh." Anyways. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to put the knife so, down. It's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll get into more in, in the spoilers with, with some. I have some ideas of, like, what I would have done okay. to change the pacing a little bit mm-hmm. and some of the things I was expected was going to happen and didn't. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a, you know, it's was, it was, it was good. It was okay. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, so if you're listening to these commercials, you shouldn't have to because you could be subscribed to our Patreon. Um, do it. It's like you could do $5. You could do $6. You could do $25. It's anything that you want. It's nothing. You guys all make money. Just give us some. Please. It's nothing. <laughs> yeah, you guys are making like $400 from your babysitting gigs. You can afford it. <laughs> yeah, come on. Know? It's 1980. $400 is a lot of money. Um, mm-hmm. And also the HMT shop is back on. It's back open. So get your hoodies, get your t-shirts, get whatever you want, get all of our merch, um, except for Bryce's hat. That's an exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> um, no one else gets it. <laughs> we'll pawn it off. Bryce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people would pay like $30 for this hat and wear it around. Like... No, but there's one person who listens to the show that will pay 200 for you to mail it to him. That exact hat. That's true. We'll, we'll explore a new Patreon tier, which is the hat tier. The hat tier. <laughs> um, be sure to check out our resident artist, Dustin Goble, a professional artist who fucks hard. He also takes commissions for artwork from HMT fans. Contact him at dgobel 0 on Instagram and make your artistic dreams come true. Come true. Tell him HMT sent you. Um, and again, our voicemail is 682-253-4468. Tell us whatever. Tell us your deepest, darkest secrets. Um, fart into the, the phone. I, we don't care. We, don't, we just want to hear I want to hear you. the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're your therapists. Yeah, we need... <laughs> We need serial killers to call in and tell us about your your crimes, and uh, mm-hmm. we I won't actually, turn you in. No, we promise. Mm-mm. I am going to school to be a therapist right now, so yeah, you can send y- your feelings my way, guys. It's uh-huh. free, exactly. It's free. It is free. <laughs> yeah, but if you actually Finally. want like a Zoom call with me where I talk to you about your problems, that's gonna charge. I'm gonna charge you for that yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's but a Patreon tier. Cover most of that. No, that's, that's a new Patreon tier. <laughs> <laughs> Call Max for five minutes. <laughs> it's five hundred dollars. Uh. <laughs> um, okay, thanks again for listening, and let's get into spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> All right. Um, 
yeah, like I said, I watched this um, like a year ago, and the first time I watched it, I had to double check what year it was from, just like you guys. Like I was like, this has to be like the seventies or the eighties. But um, yeah, like I said, it's filmed sixteen millimeter in Connecticut. I don't, so I guess it might have been supposed to be Yale or something. But it doesn't matter. It mm. could have been anywhere. Um, but the budget was just over a hundred k, which is pretty impressive for like the gore that they achieved. Um, That's crazy. It's like really I heard crazy. it was made for less than a million, but like a hundred k seems, especially if you're using film. Like film stock is pretty expensive. Yeah, from what I understand, maybe not sixty millimeter, but yeah, usually like for stuff sub hundred thousand, they're shooting on digital and like using cameras using like phone cams and stuff yeah like that's that's pretty impressive yeah it was like a hundred and one thousand i think huh. um and it made over 900k at the box office so they did pretty well like considering um and this is part of the the mumble gore like movement um it's like ty west is a big one in this um and yeah it's just like it's basically horror movies that rely more on like um dialogue and setting things up rather than just like scares like traditional jump scares and stuff like that so like mm -hmm. he also have you have have you reviewed vhs um i don't think so i don't think so i thought i thought we did but well let me check is it a hot take that I don't like the VHS franchise? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I think it's beloved. But uh, I like the first one. The second one's alright, and I haven't seen any of the other ones. So I'm I don't not love gonna... anthologies. I feel like they're kind of boring. Oh, alright. Yeah. They're kind of hit and miss because it's like you get Sometimes one that's have good one that's and then Yeah. Like I, if the, you see the one and you're like, oh wow, that one's great. Mm -hmm. I wish they had made a whole movie out of that mm -hmm. instead of ten minutes and then make me watch all these other shitty shorts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we never did VHS. I don't think I've ever actually seen it. Maybe we'll. Um, maybe I'll suggest that in the coming million years that we're going to do this podcast. Um, uh -huh. <laughs> but uh -huh. he, Ty West, actually directed one of the shorts in VHS. Um, it, but I thought that this was in before. the first one. Yeah, in the first one, um, he did the the one called Second Honeymoon. I don't. Is that the road trip one? Yeah, yeah. Which I didn't okay. really like that one. So I was like, no, all right, I, I didn't I like don't, that one either. I don't really care. <laughs> um, but I thought VHS was before this movie, and it wasn't. It was three years after. So I guess this is like really his first like feature film like he had done small things before that but this is his first and, and for this to be your first feature horror film like i think it's i That's think he did good. a pretty good job yeah yeah um but yeah let's i, I see i remember him being like uh, in my mind being like a big name ty west and i couldn't find <laughs> any of the movies that i recognized other than x and and pearl in his in his uh um IMDb. He directed a couple episodes of Them, which is a great series. Okay. Um, oh, that is great. Um, but he wasn't like the main guy on it. He just directed a couple of the episodes. Uh, I think some of the good ones, though. Oh. Because he was directing towards the end. He did day 10 and day 7. Like, that's where it really ramps up in that series. But, yeah, I mean, I liked X. I still haven't seen Pearl, um, but I'll definitely look watch it after this i guess there was kind of a debacle around he directed cabin fever 2 spring fever <laughs> and hates that one um but yeah it's uh he's a serviceable director it's it's kind of weird that he just only recently got you know some big hits mm -hmm. yeah i agree i think it's because this was so low pearl budget is... and indie mm -hmm. i think pearl's even better than x too yeah pearl's I've really good um but yeah, the movie, the movie we're talking about. So mm -hmm. it, start, it starts off with um, Samantha. She's looking for an apartment and the realtor is Dee Wallace, who has been in like every horror movie. She is an icon. She's a legend. Um, I love her a lot. Um, 
and it was great to see her. I wish she came back in the film, but it was great to see her in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, she was, I think, the mother in E.T. and yep. the main character in Cujo. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that I know her from. Yeah, there was um, there was a more recent one that I knew her from. Um, I should have written this down, but... Oh, she was oh, in The Little Mermaid. Red Christmas. <laughs> Red Christmas is one of my favorite holiday horror movies ever. It's, mm. It is so good. It is iconic. She's the mom in that one. It's really good. And she was also in the great Jeepers Creepers Reborn movie from 2022. <laughs> She's in all the hits. <laughs> Which I've seen cited as the worst horror movie ever <laughs> on Reddit. <laughs> so she spans all, you know, she spans the whole genre. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so Samantha finds an apartment. Dee Wallace says she's going to waive all the fees and it's $300 down just for the first month's rent. And Samantha reveals to her friend later that she only has $84 in the bank and she doesn't know what to do. So... Um, she's I can walk- <laughs> She's uh she's walking around campus. She finds the job posting for a babysitter. No information. Information. She just calls the number, leaves voicemail, whatever. And there's like a really cool shot where she's walking away from the payphone, and the payphone stays as the main focus of the shot, which is really cool. Um, and then it rings, and that's creepy. Mm-hmm. It's so creepy. Yeah. Okay. I have a question. Now that I'm dealing with a bunch of Gen Z, um, no, I've never used zygotes. a payphone. <laughs> How familiar are you with the concept of a payphone? Because I, I realize, like, okay, you probably never used one, um, and also like things like the the uh, disconnected tone. You've probably never heard that either, because no. if someone hangs up the phone. It just turns off your phone. There's mm. no like eh, 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 that says like no one's on the other side of the phone. You need to hang up your phone. You've probably never heard that. I have. You? The I have. only the only experience I have with using a payphone, I was like six and uh-huh. we were at a Target and my mom was in line to return something and I was messing around with the payphone um, and it wasn't making calls because I didn't have money. And so I dialed 911 to see if it would work. And then the operator answered. And then I got really scared and hung up. Uh-huh. Right. And that's my only time I used the payphone. That works. Um, I use the payphone regularly in college. <laughs> this is, so this is perfect, this movie. For all your babysitting gigs you were applying for. Yeah, I, was, I called my mom to come pick me up from college. Um, from a payphone using one eight hundred collect, which is probably also something else that you guys don't. Oh no! Know anything about? Because you can call collect, but also they had one eight hundred numbers to where you could call collect for cheaper. Anyways, I'm so fucking old. <laughs> yeah, you no, are mean, old. You are old. Yeah, you're kind of old. <laughs> you didn't have a cell phone in college. This is a, this is a good. You know. I think after the second year, or within like the first year, my mom gave me her old cell phone, oh, which was okay. about that thick, <laughs> um, and like that big with that was a flip phone. So it's not like a flip phone w- that would fold in half. It literally had like the the mouthpiece that would flip out. Aww. It was a old school phone, and that was my first cell phone. Cute. Okay, <laughs> don't condescend. I just- to my cute. oldness. Aww. I said cute. cute. Widow Boyce's widow phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Anyways. All right. So if you were if you were to go down on the college campus and you saw a paper that just said babysitter job with a phone number, um, how would you receive that? I probably wouldn't. I would look at something else. Because there's nothing, like, there are so many posters on that board that she's looking at that have, like, pictures on it and, like, descriptions. Mm -hmm. And, like, there are a lot of other jobs. And also, like, they mention, her friend mentions later, like, about the job board. She could go to, like, the student union and, like, talk to them. And, like, she just doesn't do that. She just, 
I don't know. Maybe it's the spell. Maybe they yeah, put a spell I mean, on her. I think like the guy, um, like the 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 guy that she talks to on the phone is complaining about there's no takers. Like no one's really been calling about the babysitting yeah. gig. Like maybe it's because you didn't give any information <laughs> or like uh, you know payment. You know, if he was to put fifty dollars an hour, mm-hmm. that thing every single little tab would be ripped off exactly that's kind of that's kind of insane if okay so i i did a quick calculation using the uh, u.s bureau of labor statistics cpi inflation calculator awesome she eventually negotiated up to four hundred dollars for four hours of babysitting yes in this what is your guess of what the buying power Four hundred dollars in nineteen eighty three dollars would be in November two thousand twenty three. Like, just take a guess at like. I'm gonna guess how much that equals fifty. Okay, Sydney. I'm gonna say you could buy a new car. <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. But uh, good guess though. <laughs> the the right answer is. $1,255.83. I think I'm really, like, wow. uh, overestimating, like, how... That's not that long ago. I'm Yeah, I was thinking way long ago. Yeah, but, but, I mean, it's... In, think about, like, hey, could you babysit an old woman that's not going to wake up while you're here for $1,200? Mm-hmm. 100%. Like... 100%. I mean, it, it's kind of crazy because he was, like... Because he was basically offering her nine hundred dollars, just like twelve hundred, and I'll do it. It's mm-hmm. Like that's that's ballsy. Yeah. And honestly, like I I would find myself on the table of a satanic ritual, and I'd be like, all right, still work. I mean, I'm still getting my four hundred dollars, yeah. right? I was you know? gonna say, even if I knew the events of the movie, I I might take that job. That's some pretty <laughs> right. good money. If you need, I could money. run away. You know, I yeah. could. <laughs> I could run. <laughs> Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> that's that's what we're talking about here. That's crazy. Um, yeah, Greta Gerwig was in this um, as the friend. Um, this is her first on-screen death. Um, it was brutal. It was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> it was it very shocking. Nowhere. Yeah. Um, but I think like her intro into the movie. Uh, was like she ate pizza really gross it was so gross the way she was eating pizza i was so i was offended like i was like oh my god stop like she was just like i didn't notice ah what was she doing she was just eating it while she was talking and then she would take like really big Uh... sips from her coke at the same time um but like basically she tells samantha that like, apparently she's rich, her family's rich, and she's like, you can just ask my dad for the money for your apartment. And Samantha's like, no, I want to earn it the right way. Um, whatever. By extorting an old man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the old guy doesn't, like, he was supposed to meet her at the student union, and he never shows up. And then she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. She eventually gets back to her room, and her shitty roommate that she's trying to get away from was like, oh, you got a phone call. I don't know where the number is, though. And she's like, are you fucking kidding? So she eventually calls the guy back. He picks up and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll give you a hundred bucks for like the inconvenience. Like, just come to this address um, and I I need you tonight. Like, I need you tonight, Mm -hmm. Um, which is really crazy because it was already like nighttime at that point, like around then. So it was like. She's just like, hell yeah, I'll do this right now. Mm-hmm. So she jumps in the car with Greta Gerwig, and Greta Gerwig reveals that she has torn down all the other babysitter job postings so to ensure mm-hmm. that Samantha gets this job, which, in hindsight, was a bad idea. <laughs> um, the the pizza thing. Sorry, I want to go back to the pizza thing because it comes comes in later. Yeah, I actually wanted to like, go back to the pizza thing too. Okay, so. Greta Greta Gerwig's character mentions specifically how awful the pizza is. She doesn't even finish it. Yeah, and then later in the film, um, Samantha also eats the pizza and it's terrible. She doesn't finish it. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little confused because 
Samantha then like passes out. So it's like implied that she's drugged through the pizza. Yeah, yeah. That's what I got from it. But also it just might be terrible pizza because Greta mm-hmm. Gerwig's character also hated it. And it and could have been from like, the same you place. You know, if you're going to yeah. use if you're going to use pizza to poison someone, like make sure it's good pizza <laughs> at least, you know? Well, my thing about it is I've never had a slice of pizza that I didn't consume so fast. It's so <laughs> delicious. I'm gobbling it down. That's true. Yeah, it's it's pretty hard to fuck up pizza. Like a pepperoni pizza, it's like what's what's the absolute worst pizza in your mind? Like what's the bottom of the barrel pizza that you've ever had? Probably Little even... Caesars, but I go there like all the time. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Little Little Caesars is awful pizza, but it's so cheap. You're like, okay, it checks out. <laughs> like, Little Caesars, like, I used to just uh, just pound a whole Little Caesars pizza, and then I'd shit my brains out the next day. <laughs> like, the that, most that makes sense. explosive, like, just <laughs> mud pie the next day. But, like, it's fine, you know? It's still pepperoni pizza. It's food. You know? I've I've reached maturity now to where I will no longer choose to eat Little Caesars. I will get the cheapest Domino's <laughs> and uh, call that call that good. Domino's isn't that um, good, though, if we're being honest. I've start- like... I've started to learn to love like the rubberiness of the cheese at Little Caesars. Like the cheapness is growing on me. Yeah, yeah. It's like the cornmeal bottom that's just like it's not worth it. You know, it's just finally turned the page where it's like, you know what, this is not worth six dollars. I'm sorry. I'm moving on to the seven dollars Domino's pizza, which is like. It's one of those things where, you know, just spend the extra dollar. It's so much more worth it than saving the dollar at at some point. And it's still uh, really cheap, so why not? It's still really cheap, yeah. And yeah, I six mean, dollars in uh in uh nineteen eighty three dollars <laughs> would be five cents. Five cents a pizza? No. I, I could look it up. Let's let's see. Let's see what it would actually be. It's probably be. like twenty five cents a slice, right? Like I would see I would say that no. Let's Is say, that too expensive? Okay, Nineteen eighty three. Three dollars would be one dollar and one cent. Oh. <laughs> actually that's, that's in awesome. January two thousand twenty three, so that's like pre inflation. Let's see what it actually would be ninety nine cents. Wow. So, that's like getting one slice at Costco. Oh, sorry. Wait, I, yeah. that was three dollars. Six dollars. Six dollars would be two bucks. Okay. So that's awesome. Know. That's uh, that checks out. How many listeners know? do you think we've lost since we started talking about pizza? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's everyone's gone and ordered Domino's now. They're like, fuck. Uh, let's I'm let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, plug ahead. All right, let's go. Um, so. There's like this huge eclipse happening this night and everyone keeps talking about it and Greta Gerwig gets pissed because it's all over the radio and she's like, I can't stop hearing about this fucking eclipse. And you're kind of like, okay, whatever. Um, It comes back later um, with the whole satanic ritual and stuff. Um, But yeah, so they get to the house, um, Samantha and I don't know Greta Gerwig's character name. I just kept thinking of her as Greta Gerwig the whole time. Um, yeah, Greta Gerwig's character is Megan. Megan. Okay, so Samantha and Megan both go inside of the house when they get there, and the guy, like, you know, introduces himself. He's a creepy old man with a cane. He's not that old, but he's, you know, um, and he takes Samantha. He's like, Samantha, can I talk to you in the other room? And he's like, I was told that you were the only one that was going to babysit. Like, is she? Like, why would you bring her? And she's like, oh, she just dropped me off. I don't have a car. And he was like, oh, thank God. I, I was not going to pay two people. And it's, like, really weird. Greta Gerwig is um, very wary about this situation. She really doesn't want Samantha to stay. She thinks it's very strange. She, like, reiterates that her father can give Samantha this money. And Samantha's like, no, I'm going to do this. Just pick me up at 1230. And so we're like, okay. Um... And the minute Greta Gerwig leaves, 
she pulls over to smoke a cigarette in a graveyard. Why? Mm-hmm. We don't know. Why would you do that? I don't know. It's, it's edgy and badass. <laughs> Sometimes you got to smoke, you know? And she's just all pissed at Samantha, and then her lighter won't light. And then, boom, jump scare. This guy just runs up with a lighter. And it's like this. You just see his hand. And she's like, what the fuck? You just, I just died. I just died. Which I really like that line of dialogue because she dies right after that. <laughs> so it was is like, that- oh. Is that what being a woman is like? Just dudes just randomly coming up to you all the time for no reason? Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty often. It's like, I'll just be at Target. I'll be at the grocery store. I'll be getting food. I'll be getting whatever. And some guy will just be next to me and be like, comment on this. And I'll be like, man, I am just trying to grocery shop. It's it's That's it. That's all I'm doing. You can You can go back to your wife. That's probably right there. Um, that's cool. Um, <laughs> like, but yeah, I mean, it is very strange. I don't know why she wasn't more... She was weirded out by the guy, but she lets him... Like, she has the cigarette lighter in her car. You see her press it, and she lets him, like, help her light the cigarette. And um, I just don't know why you would pull over to light a cigarette. In what world has anyone ever done that? Just light it while you're driving. Right. I don't know. Put your life in danger. I mean, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> well, I mean, the other thing just that like seemed unbelievable. <laughs> if 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 someone would just like appear as an apparition with a lighter, um, why wouldn't you be watching them while you're lighting? Like that's the that's the other thing is like he was looking so shady while she was looking away, like checking behind her and like looking out for for other people. Yeah. And yeah, no, I would move on, like, immediately. I'd be like, thanks, um, take the lighter with me and leave. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But, yeah, she gets... Um, but, yeah, so... Oh, my gosh. I just found out something in the IMDb. Do you know who the 911 operator voice was? No. no. It was Lena Dunham. Are you serious? That uh-huh. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. You don't you don't know who that is. Lena Dunham is the She's the great. lead and lead like writer and actress on Girls. Great show, great show. Never yeah. seen it. She's a controversial yeah. um, figure yeah, in the site. Yeah, she's a controversial figure. Yes, <laughs> that's but true. We she's an icon. Girls is a great show. That is crazy. It really. <laughs> she was doing an accent in the as on the phone then because it didn't really sound. <laughs> like her that's really cool um i guess that was probably around the like she was just starting to get famous too so cool yeah i mean like greta gerwig and lena that was the thing i was like wondering where they were because it feels like this would be around the time where you're working with people from college yeah school you know Mm -hmm. um anyways yeah so um yeah, he asks her, he goes, Greta Gerwig, are you the babysitter? And she's like, no, I'm not. And boom. Mid-sentence. Yeah, immediately. Head blown off. Like, insane. And it's very shocking. I mean, you know something weird is going to happen, but then that happens and you're like, holy shit. Um, and then no other gore happens for 45 <laughs> minutes. Right. So it's yeah. good that nothing they put that in. remotely scary happens. No, and and so it's literally just a lone girl in a house for most of the movie, mm-hmm. which, shockingly enough, is enough to establish suspense. It's like that's that. It's like, uh, oh, this is this must be how it feels to be a woman. It's like you're just always uh, afraid of being murdered, no matter the situation. I think this is a special situation, though. Like, she is in the middle of nowhere in a creepy house. That adds to, like, the I might get murdered right now. Yeah. And there is an old person in the house, which is terrifying. So scary. You know? And she never sees the old person until she almost passes out. And then it's like, is that really an old person? I don't know. Yeah. Well, so she's, like, hanging out. She's, like, doing some dancing. She's playing pool. She's, like making phone calls and looking through drawers and 
she like starts hearing noises upstairs where the bedroom of the old woman is and she grabs a knife immediately like, and is like trying to dial 911 <laughs> i was so confused i was like why would and she's like walking up the stairs with a knife you know the old lady's up there this is her house yeah i don't know yeah there's so many so here's the thing it's it's impressive how little that he tried to do and i'm wondering how much it would be because of budget but also like man it'd be so easy to add like a couple beats like for me it's amazing that she didn't there wasn't a beat where she met the old lady upstairs or even just checked in on her like mm-hmm. you know being nosy and going through the whole house I, I don't understand why you wouldn't even just check on the old lady to make sure she's breathing you know well she does try to check on her at one point but the door is locked and we get uh, to see what's behind the door she doesn't but there's two dead bodies in there so three okay three so i might have three dead bodies i might have missed that there was that it was locked but yeah so like the beats I would have expected in this movie were number one that she would meet the old lady. Mm-hmm. Um, number two is the pizza guy showing up and coming inside. Like that would have been yeah. like the opportunity to where it's like you're getting all this suspense. She's walking around with a knife, ding dong, ah, oh, jump scare, go and meet it. And it's like a super friendly pizza guy, and but you know he's the murderer, and like comes in and is like yeah yeah let me just set it down for you and then like chats her up for a while and then like you could do some creepy things with that um and have her like feel uncomfortable and then just don't do that she just takes a pizza and immediately close the door which is probably a little more realistic but not as interesting as you could well, make I, it i was a little confused about that part maybe you guys know what happened because the pizza guy is the guy who killed her friend yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah did he go buy a pizza did he kill the pizza man? What happened? How did he get the pizza? I think they probably had a pizza ready he for was her. He was the he was the guy on the he... phone. Oh, because he ke- the the old man before him and his wife leave. He he says to her three times. There's a number on the fridge for pizza. So it's like she's not gonna mm. go look for a different restaurant. She's just going to be like, oh, this guy left me this number for pizza. I see. I'm going to call okay. this place. I wish I had a fully functioning brain that could catch <laughs> yeah, stuff like what that. If this whole movie would be derailed if she was in the mood for Chinese. I know, yeah, right? You know? <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm actually lactose intolerant. Like, <laughs> he's like, fuck. Um, <laughs> but, well, yeah. um, uh, um, and then just like ether rags her right there. <laughs> yeah, well, that was over. the other thing. Why did they? Why did they have to let her babysit for like three hours just to capture her? Why didn't they just like, oh, she's here, <laughs> pull out the gun? Yeah, there's a lot of know? questions. Yeah. The other question I had is, where did the the guy and his wife go for three hours? Just around the corner. Yeah, I feel like they probably parked like, down because... the street. I don't know. Because yeah, they were just wasting a lot of. I guess okay. Here's here's the answer because they had to wait for the eclipse. Yeah, that's that was the answer. They had to do their ritual right during the. Well, eclipse. they had to do the ritual during the eclipse, but they didn't but, have yeah. to capture her during the eclipse. You know what I mean? I know they could have they could have ether ragged her and just tied her up and you know, um, <laughs> yeah, just waited <laughs> for three hours. Yeah. But they must not have been like had a lot of faith in their knot tying abilities, which you know Obviously. is granted. You know they're <laughs> they're they're not sailors. Um, no, the Satanists. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's <laughs> the setup is literally like all right, well we'll get a girl in our house and let her be creeped out for three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, which yeah, I mean uh, along with the pizza guy, so she calls the pizza guy. I recognize the voice from him talking i think that's why he did talk to greta gerwig so we could get that set up for his voice on the phone and Uh then he says it's gonna take 30 minutes and he says it's eight dollars it took way longer than 30 minutes it was longer than 30 minutes in the runtime and i was like yeah i would be scared because of that and then she has fifty dollars. <laughs> like, I, w- I would, um, but she has. I didn't $50. think about any of these things. Oh, the, the, I'm logic, logic based here. <laughs> See me, yeah. I was, I was sitting there, and she was on her her Walkman and dancing around to tunes. I'm like, 
you know, the fat guy in me was like, she's not going to hear the door. Yeah, I thought the same thing. She's going to get a cold pizza. It's like, like you know, get your priorities in order. There's pizza coming. You got to be alert. You got to have all your senses. You can't put on a Walkman and dance around. Yeah, and that. You guys. Oh, go ahead. It's possible that you were doing way more analysis on this pizza thing than I was because <laughs> I I feel like I'm a baby when you plop them in front of like that dancing fruit thing. Um, I see the visuals and it like bounces off my brain and there's no thoughts. Uh-huh. You're just like warm and right. fuzzy and you're like, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just watching um, the dance. <laughs> yeah, but when so she's... yeah, there's there's really not. Yeah, go ahead. When she's on the Walkman, that's when she knocks over the vase by accident. And then in turn, while cleaning it up, she finds she just opens a door that's in front of the mess. And she finds a picture of a family. And then that's when she starts getting that's when she grabs the knife. Knife. She gets really scared because they're in front of this house that she's in. And it's not the family that she just saw. And so she's like, wait, what the fuck? And now those Yeah, I didn't follow that at all. Okay. I didn't notice that either. <laughs> all right. I wasn't like I didn't get a good enough look at the picture. I was like, is that the guy and his wife and his kid when they were younger? I just or... thought it was an old photo. That's what I thought. So yeah, I mean I've seen it twice, so I guess I have the benefit of just knowing. But those three people in that picture are what we get to see behind the door, the dead people with the pentagram. Okay, so they're the dead people behind the so door. So they okay. own the house. Maybe this it's movie assumed. is cool. <laughs> I'm. I feel like I'm getting a whole new experience with this movie uh-huh. as you tell me the actual plot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very. They're very subtle things that he drops in for the plot, and that's why it's like really easy to, um, like, kind of look over it. Like my roommate watched it um, because I told her that I picked doing this movie for this week, and she watched it and she said she had to turn to her boyfriend like every five minutes and she was like wait 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 is this the same girl is this wait is that this and he was like can you watch the movie like (laughs) it was so funny um but yeah so she never sees the dead people behind the door um we get to see that Mm -hmm. she doesn't know that happens um um yeah see i think i need to get a better tv with better uh uh um what's it called resolution no not resolution but yes <laughs> no i've got like a 4k tv but it's uh what's it the the black balance like how how black it can go versus how oh, bright okay. it can go yeah, yeah. um so everything's very muddled in it it's not very bright so like i i miss things like the fact that i'm looking at imdb it says that the family she saw in the photos lies slaughtered in an upstairs bathroom, arranged as parts of a bloody pentagram. And I was like, oh, I didn't get that at all. I didn't get that they were in a pentagram. Well, there was all. a pentagram on the floor. Kind of some... uh, but they, okay. I, well, they were just kind of in there. I didn't. Okay. Uh. Well, anyways, <laughs> I just saw like faces that looked dead on mm-hmm. the floor vaguely. So I was like, okay, well, that's bad news i mean it was dark it was a dark movie though like uh i was in i was in like a pitch black room watching it so i was like locked in and my tv is like really bright for some reason and i think like i think we've messed with the brightness setting so much because it's like one of those google tvs that was the cheapest one at best buy so it's Mm -hmm. it's everything's very bright um (laughs) but yeah so the pizza guy comes eventually after she finds this picture. She's scared. Like you said, she closes the door really fast. But he's been lurking around the premises. We've seen him walking around like a couple times. Um, and then she's she has a bite of the pizza. It's disgusting. She um, she like washes her mouth out. And then she hear, she starts hearing the noises. So she goes upstairs. She's creeping around. And she hears... Oh, no. It was the, the sink. The sink was making a weird noise. And so she was like, I'm going to go see what's going on. She goes to the upstairs bathroom. And there's gross, disgusting hair in the tub. Ugh, I hate hair. I think it's the grossest thing. It's in horror movies. It really grosses me out. So there's a lot of, like, black hair all over the tub. And she's like, ew. And then she kind of just, like, is like, whatever. 
And she walks away. She decides to go in the attic because she was going to do that before when she was dancing to the music, but she just kind of turned the light on, looked, saw a door, turned it off. So she decides to go up there because that's where she's hearing most of the noises. And she turns the light on. The whole house circuit, electrical circuit, goes out. It's pitch black. And then she's like, fuck. And the door slowly opens to the attic, and you just see, like, a creepy hand come around the door and she blacks out. And so, yeah, that's when I, 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 I must have missed a key component to the pizza plot because I didn't realize that it was probably like laced, which is why she mm-hmm. was like passing out. Mm-hmm. But I was like when because she was like stumbling and like then she like passed out. I was like, <laughs> that's a weird fight or flight response. Like I thought she just got so scared she passed <laughs> out. Uh huh. I mean, that could be yeah. logical, too. I mean, that's that's as believable, you know? I guess so. It could, could go either way. Yeah. Um, but then she wakes up on a pentagram, um, gagged and tied up. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, again, like, she's getting 400 bucks, so it's like you shouldn't really complain <laughs> yeah, exactly. that much. Like her friend, really. Yeah. Her friend was right. She shouldn't have done this, but the 400 bucks is 400 bucks. She needed the money. And she got 200 up front. 250. So it was like... Right. Yeah. That's awesome. But she gave the $50. But um, yeah, Yeah. so then they start obviously... And the knots were loose anyways. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So they obviously start doing a little ritual on her. They draw a pentagram on her stomach. The old lady... The old lady that looks like Sloth from the Goonies... So I was uh-huh. like, I don't really know if this is an old lady or just someone that uh, is just formed a little bit. Um, or she she also looks like the uh, the head ogre from the Lord of the Rings <laughs> trilogy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just I think it was just a it was a cool little like scary thing to throw in there. Um, mm-hmm. And then she like cuts herself and she pours her blood. The old lady pours her blood into. Uh, a ram head, a goat head, and then pours mm-hmm. it into gagged Samantha's mouth. She's drinking old lady blood. Gross, gross. And then she realizes the ties are, like, really loose. So she pulls uh-huh. herself out, and she 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 kills the old lady right away, I think. Uh-huh. And then she books it downstairs. And then the pizza guy is just chilling. So I'm assu- like, that that's their son, right? Like, that's what I assumed. Mm-hmm. Assuming, yeah. Um, And he's just, like chilling he and then she sees they brought Greta Gerwig's body into the house and she's like Megan and yeah for some reason like there's so I was thinking long and hard about you, you this. think you would dispose of the body I was you know not just lay it in the middle of the walkway yeah in your house I was thinking of why they would do that and I'm thinking that they needed to sacrifice something to Satan to mm. get this ritual to work that was the only thing that I could come up with for that yeah i mean the only thing i thought of was like that the old lady draws in the pentagram in blood on her stomach okay and that was like where they could have got the blood but also Mm -hmm. there's easier ways to do that yeah then well i was confused because she she runs out into the hall and sees this body absolutely mutilated beyond belief and she's like megan (laughs) i I was thinking, like, if you saw your friend with n- literally no face, it's yeah. like the whole head is exploded. It's carved Would out. you immediately be like, that's my buddy? Like, Bryce, if you saw me dead, but my <laughs> head was just like, this part of my head was just gone, uh-huh. you wouldn't know it was me. See, that's why it's because you're not a girl. Like, the girls would be like, oh, she was wearing that dress yesterday. Probably, like, yeah. she wearing it again? It's like you get it from the shoes, you get it from the dress, you know, her handbag was probably there. She's like, oh, no, it's it's Megan. It's Megan. We just see your make horror movie talk great again hat. And we're like, no, Bryce. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of a weird. Everything happens very suddenly in the end. She like gets free immediately and is running around and there's a little bit of a chase between her and the. Yeah, every everyone that chases her like immediately gets murdered by Samantha. Yeah, more or less. So the pizza guy um, shoots her, which I would say if you're doing if you're performing a ritual 
you're probably not going to shoot the person that you need. Um, so he was kind of being annoying with that. Yeah. But he shoots her. I mean, that's Satanism 101. Yeah, exactly. You you guys have a job to do. Um, <laughs> but he shoots her, and she um, she gets a knife, and she slits his throat, like, real quick. Like, mm-hmm. boom, done. Um, she's, she runs, like, upstairs or something, sees the old lady, and he, she's like, I got you. And then she's she starts like looking out the window being like satan speak to me speak to me and so then samantha stabs her in the back because why would you turn your back on on the person that you kidnapped stupid Uh um then she gets Uh out of the house and the old guy is chasing her and he she had injured him um previously and he's like you can kill me i don't care i don't care we the eclipse is almost over i'm just a messenger like i don't care if you kill me and she's like pointing the gun at him and then she just turns it and shoots herself in the head boom okay and then and then like the the epilogue is she's still alive in the hospital and that she's she's pregnant pregnant. she's pregnant rosemary's baby (laughs) she's pregnant the 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 twist was kind of like we're watching the the eclipse right and it looks like Uh it's about to be over Mm -hmm. or about to be full or something like that and she blows her brains out and it's like uh-huh. oh she she did it just in time but then w- we immediately cut to a news report that's like the moon moved too fast we don't know what happened the moon was like crazy fast it was faster <laughs> than we predicted so it like beat the bullet i guess uh-huh. yeah well here's the question if the ritual was done why were they chasing after her? like why was it so important for them to capture her right then you know, because if they've already impregnated, impregnated her yeah. with Satan, they could just let her go, you know, and then just follow up later, you know? Yeah. It seemed it seemed like a rash decision. I mean, if I was the Satanist um, in this situation, I would just let her go and, and just follow up later. You know, when she's <laughs> when she's in the second trimester, just show up and be like, hey, you know, <laughs> you're really nervous right now. I know you got like a lot of sickness going on we'll take care of you baby <laughs> we um, got you just full rosemary's baby it. right mm-hmm. so but, anyways yeah i mean it's it it pack, how how long is the ending how long is that like last act because it feels like 10 minutes i feel like it's, it's like 15 short. yeah it's it's really yeah. like and and the i think the coolest part and the part that scared me the most the first time i saw it was the way that he um like inserts these like jump cuts to her being like impregnated by satan with like these really scary faces um Uh and scary images and he does the same kind of editing in x where he jumps from scene to scene by doing really quick flashes of the scene previous and the scene before so i like to see that Mm -hmm. like inspiration but yeah that scared me the most honestly from that but yeah, I think it's pretty good. I think I'm I'm glad Max, you know, um things were explained for you too. This is mm-hmm. this is good. Um but yeah, it's a very subtle horror. It's um definitely um indie and um mm-hmm. so I would think for my final recommendation, A24 film bros like myself would really like this movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of in that in that realm. Or you know, if you like the '80s, '70s, like yeah. proto slashers, um, this is like really a good homage to those. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I wish there was more. I wish that they like there was a little more gaslighting, a little more like things happening while she was there. But I think that dance sequence won me over, um, and you know, it was this is good. Yeah. yeah, I I think if you really like Ty West and you want to like finish out the rest of his films and, and stuff that he's made, definitely check this out. Otherwise, I don't know. It's all right. It's fine. <laughs> I'm glad we had a discrepancy though in in scores. Like I feel like the other episodes that we've done together, we've all had very similar scores. So mm-hmm. it's fun to be mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know. It's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I came up with one tagline. 
Okay, let's let's head into taglines. Here's taglines. <laughs> So, um, sorry, Sydney, you want to introduce taglines? Yeah. Can you describe what taglines is? Yeah, so taglines, um, if you've never listened to this podcast before, um, taglines is where we come up with alternate taglines for the movie. Like, you know, um, I don't really know any famous taglines for any movies off the top of my head, but the tag, the <laughs> official tagline for this movie is kind of stupid it's talk on the phone finish your homework watch tv die um which is like not what happens in the movie but um so they're basically what is on the movie poster or in the movie trailer um to kind of grab you into the film so we are going to come up with um probably kind of silly kind of stupid ones that we hope you laugh at a little bit so we were assigned to do three. Max only did one because he's <laughs> an I underachiever. Forgot. It's okay. Um, I did four. But we'll so. try. Okay. All right. Well, Max, you've got twenty seconds to come up with another two. I mean, to be uh, this is taglines. This this is piece of cake. Yeah. All right. Who wants to Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, okay. If I had a nickel for every time someone was disgusted by their pizza in this film, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I'll go. Um, the House of the Devil. If there's one thing we can all agree on, it's that eclipses are lame. <laughs> True. The House of the Devil. It's pizza time. <laughs> Sydney kind of stole my thunder with that one, but that's All okay. Right. I have another one about pizza, too. It's just it's, it's the main focus of the film. <laughs> go, go for it, Sydney. All right. This isn't about pizza. Um, the House of the Devil. Would you rather be a broke college student or pregnant with Satan's spawn? It's <laughs> pretty good. That's a conundrum. Uh, the House of the Devil. Don't worry. Satanists are terrible at knots. <laughs> Accurate. You don't have another one, Max. Um, um, the House of the Devil, a uh, eclipse movie, somehow not about werewolves. <laughs> That's good. There you go. That's good. Good. Perfect. You got you got one more to go, Max. <laughs> Conjure it up, oh, Sydney. No. Um, uh, the House of the Devil. Turn on all the lights, then turn off all the lights, then turn them back on, then turn them off again. <laughs> all right. Uh, the House of the Devil, preying on your fears of old people being around somewhere close. <laughs> that is my fear. Just like X. <laughs> uh huh. You just know they're around somewhere and they can hear you, and that's terrifying. <laughs> that's too bad. It's too scary. The House of the Devil. My dogs were distracting me too much because they cry when I don't pet them for uh, a few minutes, and then I missed mm. half the movie, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay, it's a good one. This is good. This is good. This is how taglines are supposed <laughs> yeah, to go. This just is for the for the record. Perfect. Um, I have one more, so I guess I'll finish it off. Um, the House of the Devil. Never trust the pizza guy. All righty. Taglines, man. Another successful episode <laughs> of horror movie talk. We did it. Yay! Let's take us out, Please Sydney. Please give us money. All right. <laughs> Well, that is the main point, guys. Um, So this episode is produced by me and edited automatically. Um, Thank you to everyone listening. Um, Thank you to our patrons. Um, If you're not a patron already, you're not doing anything right. Please, please, please give us money. Um, Share with a friend. Put on your Instagram story. Tell your grandma about us. Thanks to all the listeners. Thank you guys for watching this movie. Um, And don't forget to call us at 682-253-4468.
Goodbye. See y'all. Bye. Bye. Love you. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. You lose. Wow, that didn't sound good.